Hello, and welcome to the PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast, where we discuss books, programs, and all things library-related in Youngstown and Mahoning County. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ashley. And we are coming to you today with a new segment, which will be a regular feature on the library's podcast. We will be sharing and discussing some new book releases that have caught our attention. We'll discuss books for all ages, so hang in to the end to see if your favorite genre is discussed. Mention this podcast at your local library and you'll be able to check out books for free. (laughs) Just kidding. Books are always free at the library. Okay, Ashley, want to start us off? Sure. First up, I'll share a picture book. It's titled Night Owl by Christopher Dennis. Night, not as in time of day, but night medieval armor night. Owl has always wanted to be a knight. He may not be the biggest or strongest. However, he is accepted to be on night watch to guard the castle. Strangely, a lot of knights have gone missing recently. Owl encounters an intruder, but luckily his cleverness gets him through it. This would make a great bedtime story read. Oh, you had me with the night pun in the title. I'm totally here for it. Wordplay books are always fun. Next is a young adult book, Cinder and Glass by Melissa De La Cruz. Who doesn't enjoy reading a fairy tale retelling every now and then? This is a retelling of the classic tale of Cinderella. Readers are transported to Versailles, 17th century. As far as plot goes, it's similar to the original Cinderella. Her father marries a lady with two daughters. Shortly after he passes away, her stepmother is cruel and makes her a servant of the house, yada, yada, yada. She does make it to the royal ball with the help from her godmother, no fairy this time, Lady Francoise. She ends up being picked to be a part of the royal court, 25 candidates. This is where it becomes bachelor-like, going on dates, eliminating maidens. There are some surprises and twists from the original fairy tale. Oh, this one sounds great too. I love a fairy tale retelling. Do you find yourself drawn more to a particular fairy tale? You know, I'm probably more partial to any that may have been made a Disney movie just from growing up watching them. And now my daughter loves all things Disney princesses. Fairy tale retellings is a popular genre within young adult. It, it really is. I'm personally a sucker for uh, the Cinderella tale, uh, probably because it was one of the only ones we had on VHS when we were growing up. So here is a middle grade novel, Those Kids from Fawn Creek by Erin Entrada Kelly. This is a middle grade novel. It's very character driven, deals with issues of bullying and the power of kindness. 12 seventh graders from Fawn Creek, Louisiana. It's a very small, close-knit factory town. No one moves away, generations stay. Orchid Mason is the mysterious new girl, almost like a breath of fresh air. She's from New York City and she's lived in Paris. These kids are in awe of her because she's so well-traveled and not sheltered like the others. Maybe Orchid is just what these 12 seventh graders needed to make them not feel pigeonholed or trapped in their town. Wow, this one sounds like it would be great to read and like discuss with your middle grade kids or even for like a tween book club. There's lots of important themes and takeaways. Oh, definitely. Another middle grade novel sure to be a hit is Skandar and the Unicorn Thief by Annabelle Stedman. 
This book is getting a lot of hype. Keep seeing it on covers of sources. Bloodthirsty Unicorns? Totally intrigued. Skandar Smith is 13. He dreams of being a unicorn rider. He is eligible to take the hatchery exam that will pair him with a unicorn and then compete in the Chaos Cup. He finds himself thrust into sky battles, clashes with unicorns, and a mysterious villain. Sounds like a wild ride. Wow, it really sounds like an action-packed adventure. Do you think we should anticipate a series here? Oh, for sure. There are going to be five books. I'm really looking forward to this one. Can't wait to start reading it. I'm digging the premise of dark unicorns and not the cutesy portrayal. Yeah, it's definitely a different vibe for that one. Up next is a young adult, Love Radio by Ebony Liddell. This has witty romance and is totally swoonworthy. Prince Jones is 17 and has his own radio segment on Detroit's hip hop show, Love Radio. He is a self-proclaimed love doctor who thinks he can get any girl who hates all things romance to fall in love with him in three dates. Then he meets Danny and sparks fly. Even though Danny is not interested in love and focused on getting a scholarship for college. This sounds like a super sweet, empowering, uplifting read. What's not to love? It sounds great, but why does Prince sound like the teenage version of Matthew McConaughey from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? My thoughts exactly. I want to share a humorous graphic novel that is receiving great reviews. The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza by Mac Barnett, illustrated by Sean Harris. Something terrible is happening in the skies. Rats are eating the moon. There is only one hero for the job, a bold, fearsome beast bioengineered in a secret lab. And that hero is a cat. Yes, a cat will be blasted into space. Will cats save the moon in time and be the first cat to eat pizza in space? The quirky humor and brilliantly illustrated kids will eat this one up. Wow, step aside, dog man. This sounds like a zany laugh out loud tale. And graphic novel format is a real favorite for young readers. It definitely is. It's always a popular choice with kids. Um, some other up and coming titles, Lines of Courage by Jennifer Nielsen, The World Belonged to Us by Jacqueline Wilson, The Counselors by Jessica Goodman, and Family of Liars by E. Lockhart. So all great titles for summer. Wow, what a great lineup, Ashley. We are gonna move into some adult titles now. Um, I'm gonna start with my favorite thing, which is food. And we're gonna start with some cookbooks. Uh, to begin, we will start with Shaq's Family Style, the Championship Recipes for Feeding Family and Friends by Shaquille O'Neal. All right, what can't Shaq do? Now he's showing his skills in the kitchen with a celebration of food and family. He's put together a collection of comfort food suitable for novices and busy families. The only remaining question is if they had to prepare extra large portions to photograph in his giant hands. <laughs> Shaq does it all. I always enjoy seeing what his new endeavors are. The general insurance commercials and owning some Papa John pizza shops, just to name a few. He really is a man of all trades. <laughs> Up next, uh, Lazy Genius Kitchen. Have what you need, use what you have, and enjoy it like never before by Kendra Adachi. This is a no-nonsense and apparently somewhat sassy guide to get the most out of your kitchen. Adachi's book boasts being able to feed your people 
with efficiency and ease without requiring additional gadgets or magical recipes. Now, Ashley and I both have young children, so efficiency and ease are essential in our kitchen. I've already placed my hold for this one. Should I add you to the list, Ashley? Yes, please. All about easy and quick in a busy household. That's right. One more um, cookbook. We have boards. This is stylish spreads for casual gatherings, and this is uh, put out by America's Test Kitchen. Going beyond the traditional meat and cheese boards, this board provides a perfect outline to create insta-worthy grazing spreads for all occasions. There's something for everyone and every event in this book, varying from drink spreads to snack spreads and meal spreads. And don't worry, there are store-bought options as well as home-prepared offerings. If you are looking for a more traditional charcuterie option, check out Around the Board by Emily Delaney. Wow, this is filled with great ideas on bringing something new to the table. That's right. Okay, we are going to move on to biographies here. Uh, the first one I picked especially for Ashley. This one's called Palace Papers Inside the House of Windsor, The Truth and the Turmoil by Tina Brown. From the author of the Diana Chronicles comes the inside scoop on what has been going on in the royal family since the traumatic Diana years. Read about scandals, love affairs, power plays, and much more here. All from the journalist credited with revitalizing the sales of Vanity Fair and the New Yorker publications. And she was also awarded Commander of the British Empire by Queen Elizabeth herself for her services to journalism. Talk about an honor. Wow, this sounds so juicy. Definitely insider information in this one. I predict this to be a fan favorite. People cannot get enough of the royal family. You are so right. Up next is a title called His Name is George Floyd, One Man's Life and the Struggle for Racial Justice by Robert Samuels and Toulouse Olorunapa. I hope I said that properly. Uh, these are two prize-winning Washington Post reporters taking on the essential portrait of the life and times of George Floyd. We experienced his death with tragic clarity in May of 2020, and now two years later, this book provides the opportunity to experience George Floyd beyond the martyr as a full, rich, and complicated human being. This one is getting high praise. Interesting. Should shed light on this little-known side of George Floyd's life. That's right. And don't forget to place yourself on the wait list for memoirs by Viola Davis, Selma Blair, James Patterson, Molly Shannon, and David Sedaris, all coming out this spring and, and summer. Ooh, these are some good ones. I'm looking forward to reading the Molly Shannon memoir. That's right. Okay, let's move on to fiction here. We will start with Memory Librarian and Other Stories of Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. This is another one that's been getting listed on all types of top lists and has been called a triumphant knockout. So Monet expands the world she created in her Grammy nominated concept albums to feature five thought provoking stories of speculative fiction. These are hopeful and compelling queer stories said to have fans and new readers begging for more. This is really interesting concept and very impressive for a debut book. Right, I can't wait to see what she comes up with. And this one is one I'm particularly looking forward to, The Murder of Mr. Wickham by Claudia Gray. I'm a big fan of retellings and revisiting classics. We talked about that with the fairy tale retellings. Uh, so this Jane Austen and Agatha Christie fusion is right up my alley. Mr. Wickham has found a way to be even more detested among his acquaintances than when we last saw him. So he's most certainly not on the guest list for a summer party with all of our favorite beloved Austen characters. Of course, he ends up murdered, and everyone seems to be a suspect, and everyone has a motive. This is sure to be fun. 
Ooh, this totally sounds like an edge of your seat page turner. That's right. Um, a few other books that are topping the holds list. Uh, One Italian Summer by Rebecca Surlay. Uh, Good Left Undone by a favorite author in our area, Adriana Trigiani. And of course, Emily Henry's new one is coming out titled Book Lovers. Okay, and a few more titles that have piqued my interest. One is called Making History, The Storytellers Who Have Shaped the Past by Richard Cohen. So in this lively and thought-provoking book, Richard Cohen reveals how professional historians and other equally significant witnesses, such as the writers of the Bible, novelists, and political propagandists, actually influence what becomes the accepted record. Cohen argues that some historians are practitioners of bad history and twist reality to glorify themselves or their country. Hmm, very insightful, and will probably leave you with a lot of questions. You're right, absolutely. Another one is called Unmasked, My Life Solving America's Cold Cases by Paul Holes. So troop crime fans, this is the book for you. Paul Holes is a cold case investigator who was involved in notable cases like Lacey Peterson, J.C. Duggard, and is credited for finding the Golden State Killer. He provides an unflinching look at his 27 years in the relentless pursuit of monsters and the toll it has taken on his personal life. True crime fan right here. Add this to my TBR list. Is it just me or true crime has been getting a lot of love lately? Oh my gosh, true crime is huge right now. And Paul Holes was recently in the area at the Cuyahoga County Library doing a presentation. Ah, bummed I missed that. I know, I always find out about it too late. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other books to note that are coming out or have recently come out. Uh, one is titled The Office BFFs. That's by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey of The Office series and How to Prevent the Next Pandemic by Bill Gates. And of course, one more from Bill O'Reilly, Killing the Killers. So many you don't wanna miss out on. Lots of good stuff coming out or has just come out. So stop into your local library and see what we've got on the shelves or check in with a librarian to see what they have to offer. All right, guys, this has been Ashley. And Ashley. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us this month at PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast. Make sure to visit our website at www.librayvisit.org where you can always find more great things the library offers. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Also, check out our Instagram feed or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at PLYMC. You can also find us on TikTok at the PLYMC. And be sure to tune in next month for our next episode, and thanks for listening.